0: Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. Maya, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. What an to honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm looking forward to getting into First Thessalonians chapter number five today, and uh, we'll be talking about a very serious subject, a very sobering subject, and also for the Christian. Uh, a subject that ought to help us look up and uh, have some hope and rejoice in our heart. Thank God Jesus is coming soon. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. If you're not saved, I reckon you probably ought to get saved today. And this ought to motivate you to do just that. Before we get into our text, let me invite you to visit Help for Today. The web address, helpfortoday.org. Help, the number four, today, dot O-R-G. dot o r G. This is a website that is com- uh, filled of compiled articles written by the staff of our church and the faculty of our Bible college. And the articles that are written are designed specifically to be, just like it says in the address, a, a help to your Christian life. And there are articles that are covering a array of, of topics, not just ministry related, but uh, life related articles. I'm talking about anything from marriage to media ministry, from the choir to raising children, single people to married people, current events, uh, mission stories from the past, all kinds of articles that'll be a help to your life. I use help for today almost like a daily devotional. Here's what you do. When you go to the website, a pop-up box appears. Type your email address in the pop-up box that says subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. It's not a a fee, it's free, 100% free, but it puts you on the mailing list. And what we do is we'll send you an article every single day in your email. Now, those articles come in in my email early in the morning, and I'm usually drinking my coffee and reading my Bible, and then I'll get the article. What I do is after I'm done with my Bible reading, I look at the article and use that like a daily devotional. What I like about the articles are they're new every day. A devotional book is great, and I've written one and have others. But after you've read it, you've read it. The content never changes. But can I say, these articles are new every single day, and it's free. You don't even have to pay for it. And go look. You'll like it. Uh, helpfortoday.org. Helpfortoday.org. All right, here we go. First Thessalonians chapter number 5. Now, we finish chapter 4 with those great verses. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise. Then we which are alive and remain. That's you and I who are alive when he comes. And I, I'd rather go rapture than I would would through my own, um, through the, attend my own funeral service, wouldn't you? But here's the good news. Whether you go by the grave or Gabriel's trumpet, can I say, heaven is waiting for us. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever, I like eternal life, hallelujah, ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So rapture, the truth of Jesus' coming is comforting to the Christian. But can I say that ought to be alarming and awakening, to the, uh, to the lost person today. Verse 1 of chapter 5, here's our new text, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. He's saying you can discern, you understand, you've heard it before, I don't have to tell you uh, about the the fact that it's going to get worse and worse. Perilous times will come. You know that. In fact, even back then, they were living in the last days back then. I mean, ever since Jesus ascended back to the right hand of the Father post-Calvary, I mean, we've been in that stage, that state of waiting for the imminent return of our Savior. He could come at any moment. It could happen any moment. In the twinkling of an eye, he could split the eastern sky. Thank God he'd come back for you and I. But here it is. No need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh, watch this, as a thief in the night. Now, a thief, when he comes to your house, and God forbid it ever happen, he doesn't announce his coming. He doesn't send word ahead of time, I'm coming on this day, at this hour, for that intent. No. He comes under uh, disguise he comes incognito if you will he comes unexpectedly he comes unannounced but he comes and when he comes it's very obvious because when a thief comes after the thief goes something's missing And when Jesus comes, he's coming, and the analogy is used as a thief in the night, though our Savior is anything but that. (laughs) He comes as a thief. He comes unannounced. He comes even unexpected in the eyes of the world. And after he leaves again, there's going to be something missing. You say, what's going to be missing? You and I that are saved. Hallelujah for that. We're going to be gone, gone. Call me gone. For when they shall say, peace and safety, then some destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. He's saying in that climate of the world where they're saying everything's all right, calm down, we're going to be fine. Don't worry about Bible preaching. Don't listen to that old fanatical preacher. Don't you worry about sin. I mean, don't you think about being under conviction. Just just discard that peace and safety. Whenever the world is at ease in itself, the Lord is coming. And destruction's going to come and it says travail upon a woman. We're talking now about tribulation time frame. We're talking about after the Lord Jesus comes, listen, He hasn't appointed us to wrath as Christians but unto rapture. But after rapture comes wrath. And the fury of God, the wrath of God, the judgment of God is going to be poured out upon this world unlike has ever been seen. Now, he's going to judge the Gentile nations. He's going to deal with the children of Israel, specifically in the time of Jacob's trouble. But travail and destruction. Read the book of Revelation. Inflation, pestilence, uh, what would they call it? Climate change, like you can't even imagine. Bloodshed, murder, famine, all of these things taking place post rapture that's why i said in the outset if you're not saved you ought to get saved right now because if jesus came back before i finished my next sentence i scared you didn't i if he came back before i finished my next sentence you'd go through that tribulation period ultimately to hell because you've heard the gospel The Bible says in verse number four, but ye brethren are not in darkness that that they should overtake you as a thief. And thank God for that illumination. What illuminates our mind is the scripture and the Holy Spirit. He's our illuminator. And thank God we don't have to be ignorant. We don't have to be ignorant of eschatology. We don't have to be ignorant of chronology. We don't have to be ignorant of what's going on in our world today. We look at everything through the lens of Bible truth, and it gives us some insight that a lost individual just doesn't have you're all the children of light verse 5 and the children of the day we are not of the night nor of darkness and God contrasts light and darkness from the first chapter of the Bible he divides the day from the night light from darkness and there's a negative connotation to darkness and a positive connotation to the light and God likens you and I into children of light and the world are the world is children of darkness all right and we don't walk around blindly like the children of darkness do, but hallelujah, we can see some things that they can't. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Now, what does that mean? Sober, that means that means to have your, uh, your head screwed on straight. Watch. What's that mean? To be vigilant. Why? Because Jesus is coming. It's one thing to preach it and another thing to act like it's happening. It's one thing to know it and another thing to live it. And you and I ought to be standing like a like a like a, a a watchman on a wall like a is it the, is the right word a sentinel like a soldier standing at his post watching and waiting now we're not watching and waiting for bad news hallelujah for that we're watching and waiting for great news that shout that sound of a trumpet and seeing the lord in the clouds can i say the world is walking about trying to make money trying to change things Uh, They're trying to uh, uh, legislate a utopian society. I mean, they're trying to do away with any kind of standard of righteousness, and everyone does that which is right in their own eyes, and their attention is never drawn Godward. Their attention is 100% earthward. But you and I as Christians, we have the Bible command because we have the Bible knowledge that we ought to be living a watching life, a sober life, a life not in darkness, but a life according to light. That is anticipating the imminent return of Jesus Christ. Now, you're listening to me today and you're a Christian. You got to cheer up, my brother. Live in the sunshine. Hey, comfort one another with these words Jesus is coming soon. He might come back today and you can just let the devil pay your rent. He might come back today and you can just vacate that uh, cancer ward. He'll come back today and thank God you can cast off that walker, say goodbye to those uh, those, uh, uh, um, arthritis medications. I mean, you can just say goodbye to this world, goodbye. But if you're listening to me today and you're lost, and you've heard that Jesus died for your sins upon the cross, was buried and rose again the third day, and you refuse to accept Jesus as your Savior by grace through faith, can I say tribulation's coming, and judgment's coming, and ultimately a lake of fire is coming. You need to get saved today right now, ask Jesus to save you. Say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know I deserve hell because of my sin. The wages of sin is death. But I believe you paid for my sin on the cross of Calvary. And right now, I believe you're the Son of God who died for me, paid my sin debt, and I'm asking you to forgive me of my sin, to save me, and to take me to heaven when I die. And if you'll pray that prayer by faith, friend, you don't have to ever see a a minute, a second, of that horrible tribulation period. Well, until next time, this has been Pastor Cooper asking you to keep on praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.